Another idea, get back out on the front lines from time to time. How much time are you spending at your office or working solo on your massive leadership headaches? And how much time are you spending on the front lines uh, being part of that thing which actually called you, which you love the most? Get some fresh air out there on the front lines and be reminded of what you're trying to accomplish in your job. This is Hans Finzel. Welcome to the Leadership Answer Man. This is a show for leaders about taking your leadership skills to the next level. Whether you are a seasoned leader or just starting out, I promise to give you practical leadership tips that you can use this week. No matter what your leadership situation is, I can help. Remember, leaders make things happen. My passion is to help you lead more effectively. Welcome to this podcast. We're in a series on the power of passion in leadership. Today, I want to talk to you about how to get your groove back. If you've lost that passion, if you feel like maybe you're part of the walking dead, you just don't have joy in your work, you don't love what you do, and you're not doing what you love, I want to talk to you about how to get your groove back. If you haven't listened to the couple of podcasts, the three before this one, you might want to listen to those. Yeah, you don't have to listen to them before you listen to this today. They do stand on their own feet, but it is a series of five podcasts that I'm doing related to my new book, The Power of Passion in Leadership. I have some great news to share with you today, uh, assuming that you're listening to this relatively around the time that it's posted in December of 2014 and early 2015, my new book, The Power of Passion and Leadership, uh, that I've been uh, basing these series of podcasts on passion around will be released on January 7th. And I'm running a special on Amazon for three days, January 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2015. You can get that ebook for just 99 cents. I hope you'll take a second to put it in your calendar, put it in your Outlook, put it in your smartphone that on January 7th, you'll go and buy this book for just 99 cents. That's The Power of Passion in Leadership. It's a short book. It's only about 50 pages, and I think you'll really enjoy it. I hope to hear from you, see how you like it. So that special announcement I wanted to plug into this podcast. What I want to cover today is uh, how to get your groove back. I want to start with a pain point that one of my listeners sent me. It's not specifically related to the topic of getting your groove back, but it is related to the topic of caring enough to confront. This seems to pop up all the time, this issue of confrontation. A leader I'm working with right now has a very dysfunctional team member. And and this leader told me, Hans, I'm afraid to talk to him. And I'm like, you're the, you're the leader? You are this person's boss, but you're afraid to confront him? And he said, yep, I am. And I thought, <laughs> you know, that's not the only time I've run into that problem. But isn't it interesting how sometimes people can get on our team, they're in our work environment, and we don't have the courage to deal with it. This is the pain point that someone wrote to me. My biggest pain point is definitely my tendency to stuff mounting disagreement, especially with superiors who signal that it's not welcome. In other words, the superiors don't want to hear your disagreement with their ideas or their course of action. I've been helped by Jeff Grenny's work on crucial conversations. And by the way, let me just say that is a fantastic book. In terms of recognizing when it is necessary to have one, 
believing that such conversations are essential to interpersonal and organizational progress and learning the nature and dynamics of how to conduct such conversations. And I would highly recommend that book. In fact, I'll put it in the show notes. Jeff Grenny's Crucial Conversations. So important to have. Well, let's dive into the show today, how to get your groove back. Proverbs 23 says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And if your heart is cold or you feel it's dead or you're in burnout or you don't have joy in your work, you have two options. Stay put and get your groove back. Get that heart going again. Get those passion circles to overlap or go do something else. I have a friend whose name is John. That's his real name, by the way. We've known each other since we were in high school, a long time. John's family has a very successful company in Alabama. His grandfather started the company, and then he turned it over to John's dad, who then turned it over to him. And it sort of was expected that John would run the company. It has just kept growing and prospering through the decades. It's an amazing company. As an aside, this is a great example of being Christian professionals. This is a a family that is... uh, devoted to Christ, and they glorify God through their business. They're very good at what they do. And when John's dad turned the reins over to him, he tried to run the company for a while, but he didn't enjoy it all, and he realized he wasn't any good at it. He wasn't wired to be the CEO or even the COO. In fact, John loves computers and technologies and the nuts and bolts that keep a company going behind the scenes. So he finally had that talk with his father. He sat his father down and said, Dad, I love our company, and I'll always work here, but I can't run it. I can't, and I don't want to. It's not good for the company, and it's not good for me to even try. I have tried, and I can't. Kind of reminds me of that scene in the movie While You Were Sleeping when the father wants to give his estate sale company to you know his son and his, they're eating donuts at the table one day and the son finally gets up the courage to tell his dad, you know, dad, I don't like this estate business and I don't want to take it over for you. And, and his father says, what do you want to do? He says, I want to build furniture. Can I show you a chair that I've built? And his father got really upset, but eventually the father did what every dad should do in that situation empower that son to fulfill his calling on his life. So John told his dad, and his father finally accepted it. And and John is now working in the company, doing a lot of great stuff. He's the chairman of the board, and he loves his work, and he loves the family business. And what the family did is they hired a very competent person to run the place. It's what I call healthy convergence. It's a win-win for everybody. John got his groove back after being in a place that held no passion for him. If you plan to stay, you got to get your groove back and guard your heart from those nasty piranhas that attack. It's a tough one, but I've seen it work. It takes real commitment and intentionality to get your groove back. It can be done.
So let's get back to those circles that I've talked about in previous podcasts. And these circles are on my show notes and check them out, but not while you're driving, please. (laughs) Uh, The circles, circle on the left is you, who you are, your, your gifts, your abilities, your drives, your passions, your strengths. On the right is your position, your job, uh, what you're being asked to do in the working hours of your day. And when I talk about the circles overlapping, the more who you are overlaps with your job, the more you're in a place of passion. Let's think about those circles. I'm going to just, again, assume you're not looking at them because you're probably walking or driving or doing something else. You're listening to the audio, but chances are you're probably not there on my website. So just imagine those two circles. The leader, his gifts, her gifts, abilities, strengths, personality, values, calling, drives. And the role is followers, culture, responsibilities, job description, situation, and history. Passion is lost when those circles continue to move farther apart. That's what happened to John and his family business. And you have to get, the way to get your groove back is to get those circles to come back together. So how do you do that? How do you drive those circles to get closer together? How do you move the circles? Can it be done? Yes, it can be done. I've seen people get completely reinvented within their job, within their company, within their ministry setting. Here's some ways you can get back to a place of passion without moving on. Get around people who are passionate. Ask for their advice and see what you can learn to help you. And I'm referring mostly to people outside of your company or your ministry setting because eh, sometimes it's hard to really get that kind of advice internally. But find people that really are passionate about what they do and ask for their advice. Again, tell them their story. Ask your board or your boss to reconfigure your job description responsibilities so that you can do what you love and love what you do. That's exactly what John did with his father. He said, Dad, I want to do that over there. I don't want to run the place. See, that's the way to get your groove back. I remember in my own career, there are times when I I realized I just wasn't doing what I was good at. And I wasn't, as the CEO, I wasn't making the best contribution to the the ministry that I could. And I, I said to my board, you know, you guys are wasting my gifts and asking me to do a whole lot of stuff that I'm not good at. It would be best if we found people around me that could do that stuff and I could focus on what I'm good at. What I'm really good at is... PR and growth and expansion and vision and promotion and fundraising and all that, that external stuff. Don't ask me to run the machinery. And my my board was great about helping me reconfigure that. Here's another. Have a gut check about what you're pursuing and what you really love. You might want to take some assessments like Strength Finders 2.0 or the DISC test to analyze yourself at this stage of your career. Another idea, I'm not going to number these, I'm just bulleting them to you. Get some counseling or therapy. Swallow your pride and admit to yourself and to those close to you that you need some professional help with your heart. Many times we can't fix ourselves. And honestly, there was a time in my career I did that. Unashamedly. You know, I think there's times for all of us when we need some good old-fashioned therapy to help us figure our way out of some of the corners that we get backed up into. Next idea, get more in touch with your emotional intelligence. Read Immunity to Change, How to Overcome It and Unlock the Potential in Yourself and Your Organization. I'll put that on my show notes, but it's about emotional intelligence. You need to get in touch with your EQ, not just your IQ. 
Another idea, go for advanced training in your field. Get qualified to be promoted or to make a lateral move within your place of employment. My, one of my sons is doing this very thing. He's in technology, and I don't quite understand all the stuff he does in the world of data crunching, but he kind of has a, a niche that he wants to go into. I know it's more related to mobile devices where everything is going, and so he's trying to get the advanced training and certification so he can make a move toward his passion. Here's another idea. Go back to school on the, on the side for an advanced degree. Ask your employer to, to pay for it. You know, they're often happy to do so. You know, once you get an advanced degree, uh, a lot of people get MBAs, and it helps you in your career journey. Here's another one, and this is so helpful to a lot of people. Take a sabbatical to rediscover your heart. Perhaps you're just burned out and need a break and, and a restart. Go away to a retreat center where you can get alone with God and, and also have some help from a counselor. Here in Colorado, we have a couple of great places. I'm going to have this on my website. One is called Quiet Waters, and the other is called the Potter's Inn. Two great places where you can go to just really get some help and get your groove back and have, have some people that know what they're doing talk to you about the journey of your heart. These people love to help pastors and people in ministry who need help. Here's another idea. Ask God to revive your heart. Spend more time with Him. Read books and listen to talks on reviving your heart for God. Listen to my Leadership Answer Man podcast number 15, Reviving the Leader's Heart with Peter Pendell. That is a great podcast where I interview Peter on how to revive the leader's heart, especially for those of you in ministry. Another idea, hire consultants to help you with your leadership problems. If you're plagued on your team with problems that you can't seem to solve, get outside help. You know, that's what I do. I do that for churches and ministries and, and Christian colleges and seminaries. Right now I have several groups that I'm doing that very thing. I come along as a trusted advisor, an outside set of eyes, to help you unravel some of the problems that have gotten you so very discouraged. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't have organizational arrogance and say, Hey, you know, we, we can figure this out ourselves. You know what? If you're plagued with a lack of passion because these problems are overwhelming to you, get some help from outside. If you're interested in me on that, you can go to my services tab and contact me. I'd love to come alongside and help you. Here's another idea. Get a career coach to help you. Career coaches, that's kind of a booming industry right now. It's an exploding world and there's so many great leadership coaches. Now, Get some uh, good references on good coaches because <laughs> there are some ones out there that I would not recommend. It's, it's funny. Sometimes people who haven't accomplished a lot, who don't have a lot of maturity, who don't know what they're talking about, who don't have a serious track record, say, I'm going to become a career coach. I'm like, well, shouldn't you have a good track record of a career before you coach others on their career? So be a little careful, but I'm a huge fan of career coaches. Be sure to get recommendations from someone that has had a really good experience because not all career coaches are equal. 
Another idea, hire consultants to help you turn around your organization's failure. This is a little bit different than the other consulting thing where it's just where you're kind of dealing with specific leadership problems on your team. But sometimes your organization is failing and you just need an outside consultant to help you. Sometimes the problem's not in the leadership team, but on the extremities of your organization. Get help with the issues that are plaguing you. A couple of more suggestions. Feed your heart with great books and seminars. One of the best ways to guard your heart is to feed your heart. I love the Willow Creek Leadership Summit every summer. That has been one of the greatest things to feed my heart and to encourage me in my leadership journey. Another idea, get back out on the front lines from time to time. How much time are you spending at your office or working solo on your massive leadership headaches? And how much time are you spending on the front lines uh, being part of that thing which actually called you, which you love the most? Get some fresh air out there on the front lines and be reminded of what you're trying to accomplish in your job. In my career, the 20 years that I led the ministry that I led, uh, my assistant, Joyce, she, when I would come back from the front lines, we worked in 65 countries, and I'd go to Uganda, I'd go to China, I'd go to Jordan, France, you know, you name it, all over the world. And I'd get so excited because I'd see what's going on on the front lines, and I'd experience it out there. And it reminded me of why I do what I did. I always told my troops, I do what I do so you can do what you do. And every once in a while, I need to come out and feel it and taste it and touch it. And I'd come back and Joyce would say, man, you are just like a different person. Your heart has been reignited. And it's true because I'd get back out there on the front lines. And then after a month or two in the home office, my heart would be ground down and my spirit would be squelched and, and I'd have to go back out and be reminded of why I was doing what I was doing. Get back out there on the front lines from time to time. See if you can configure your job so that part of it is being close to the front lines. Whether if you're in ministry, it'd be the congregation or the people you touch directly in ministry. Or if you're in business, the customers for which it's all done. Finally, the last piece of advice on this list of how to get your groove back is seek personal renewal in your relationship with God. This might be exactly the place to start. I've included a worksheet that you can download on my website to help you with an exercise. I want you to go and download this exercise, Getting Back in the Passion Zone. You're going to find this checklist there where you can not only mark off the ones that you want to pursue, but also fill out a worksheet with a plan of action. I've listed some great books and other resources that can help you there get your groove back. Well, that's the show for today. I want to remind you that the upcoming show, I'm going to have a couple more shows on this passion topic. I hope you're enjoying it. I'd love to hear from you. I would love especially to hear back from you about the specific content that makes a difference for you. If you have questions for me, or you want to let me know that, that I'm scratching you where you itch, that I'm touching some of your pain points, please contact me on my website, hansfenzel.com. This has been Hans Finzel. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Answer Man. Remember that leaders make great things happen. We can always take our leadership to the next level. What are your leadership questions that I can answer for you on a future podcast? Please write me at hansfinzel.com and check out my leadership resources and sign up for my free email updates. I hope you keep listening and learning and that you go out there this week and make a difference with your leadership.